Welcome back to the Snoring 20s podcast, hosted by three best friends who love to talk. We're talking how to navigate society as a 20-something, thriving as a young professional, how to be trendy and healthy on a budget, making time for a killer workout, and all things relationships. Come laugh with us, cry with us, talk your current Netflix binges with us, and all the ins and the outs of being a 20-something girl boss. Before we jump into this week's episode, we wanted to wish all mothers a very happy Mother's Day. There's no better friend or role model for a girl than her mother. Shout out to Renee, Allison, and Ellen. We don't know what we would ever do without you. We love you so much. Welcome to episode four, The Social Media Vault. This week, we're doing a deep dive into the past decade of social media platforms. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty sure my first introduction into social media was AIM. Um, My best friend's sister at the time, we were in like fourth or fifth grade, um, but her older sister was in middle school and she had it. So I was like, okay, I'm obviously going to make one when I get home and sneak (laughs) behind my mom's back. Um, My screen name was Cuckoo Kylo 27. So (laughs) holler at me. Iconic. Um, and you could like talk to your friends all the time it was like the only way we could talk to our friends because we didn't really I didn't have a phone at least talking to your friends was great but it was also the cause of like a lot of fights between me and my elementary school friends mm-hmm. which is like a whole different beast we could get into but the real bread and butter was formatting a cool away message with like some weird quote you thought was badass and putting all of your friends initials in it I loved it it was like my favorite thing to do personally with AIM my parents were not about that life like I don't even know if I like ever had it and if I did have it it was definitely snuck like I definitely did what you did and I snuck behind it because it was not allowed I remember making my AOL account and my dad, like I did a lot of dance at the time, and my dad thought he was ingenious and came up with this lovely name, Jazz Girl 2, but girl was spelled G-R-L, and then it was the number two. And this is so bad. I used to go into like the public chat rooms and just like message people. No, I never and did just, that. Like, I don't know why. And like I would message like friends all the time, like Krista. I remember we used to always message each other. Shout out. But... <laughs> Then I would like go into the public chat rooms like a lunatic. And I don't know how, but I still I have these conversations that I have with this complete stranger printed out. And they're somewhere at my house, probably thrown away at this point. But I remember printing out these weird conversations and I don't even know what it was about. I think it was literally talking about like Perry the Platypus or something. Of something course. just completely Hold up, we need to stop. We need to talk about your obsession with Perry the Platypus. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That is like my favorite thing that I remember about you when we were little. For some reason in middle school, what was that? What is it? Phineas and Ferb was just all the rage. But I just loved Perry. I had probably three or four stuffed animals, a few shirts. I I had a dance. She had a dance. That dance was choreographed. I would do it like showing off too, thinking I looked super cool. That was the best part, I think. Perry the Platypus dance was literally like her party trick. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. Literally. But going back to the chat rooms, did your mom find those printouts of the conversations you had? And did she think it was like weird? 
I don't know. She's never confronted me about them. I specifically remember there was like six or seven sheets and I folded them all up and put them into this little white jewelry box that I used to have that I think we threw away. But I don't think my mom ever found them. I mean, I hope she didn't because honestly, at this point, she'd probably just laugh at me. My mom was always so paranoid about me talking to random people, but now I literally have friends from online. So (laughs) it didn't really stop me at all. So AIM was kind of in the same era as MySpace, maybe a little, I'm not really sure Mm -hmm. because I was like a child, but I totally got a MySpace before my time. Um, But I had one and I followed Jeffree Star in like emo people. I was obsessed (laughs) with all that stuff, Um, but I followed Jeffree Star ever since. So that was kind of my, like my first introduction to him. Um, But that's Mm -hmm. really all I remember from MySpace. My tiny little acorn brain was too young. But I did have one. Did you guys? Yeah, I had one. I remember making a profile, probably like 10 or 11 like you. And I I don't remember. I think I had like eight friends. And I remember having like a song that popped up when you went to my MySpace profile. Mm -hmm. And I remember like every single day after school or every few days, I would come home and change it to like whatever my kind of vibe was. Whatever I was feeling. But then it kind of just really went to Facebook. MySpace is like, I don't even know what it is doing right now. Yeah, I never had MySpace. I like don't even remember wanting one. I don't know. Now that we're like talking about like the internet and like social media this week, like I'm realizing like how strict my parents were with social media. Like Mm -hmm. I did not really have AIM and I definitely didn't have MySpace. Yeah. I mean, I kind of did everything sneakily (laughs) and because my friend's older sister had everything. So I was like, oh, well, I'm going to be cool too. So that was really my only experience with MySpace. I know people had like your top six best friends, but I literally didn't have any friends on it because nobody was allowed to have it. So my top six was empty and I only followed emo people. So (laughs) while we're moving along towards the path of middle school, I know Mm -hmm. we've all had a history with Omegle and Chat Mm -hmm. Roulette, but I think we were all mostly on Omegle. That was the big hit. Chat Roulette was a little scarier, I think. It had a worse reputation than Omegle, but I went on alone sometimes, and scary. but only in the chat portion. I know it's really scary. Like, what was I doing? It was probably 11 or 12. You're so brave. <laughs> <laughs> so brave. Um, but in the we, we went on in groups all the time, and we'd turn on the webcams, mm-hmm. and we'd show our faces, and we were obviously tiny little baby human people. And so that was creepy and problematic to be seeing the stuff we were seeing on there. Yeah, Omega was honestly really cringy and literally all of us we would go to this one friend's house this one friend you know who you are shout out to you (laughs) we would just have parties and we would go on omegle and we thought we were so cool like we would literally sit there for hours just clicking through people and i remember like every once in a blue moon you'd find like a fake justin bieber account and we'd all freak (gasps) out thinking it was like really justin bieber yeah that was iconic. I was like, oh, my God, it's Chris Brown. <laughs> oh, my God. Chris Brown. Yeah. yeah, I remember legit, like, doing my makeup for Omegle, too. Like, that's, <sighs> like, the messed up thing. And, like, it was middle school, so it wasn't good. Like, I remember, like, getting my foundation that was, like, seven shades too dark in my, like, eyeliner, putting it so, like, heavily on the waterline and being like, I'm ready to go. And we were I'm ready for just- my close-up. 
For real. Like, we would literally just sit there all night. Oh, yeah. We'd make food and go on Omegle the whole night. Like, plop right in front of the camera. Like, rotate, like, who sits in the front and who's sitting in the back or the side. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And we would just sit in front of Omegle all night. Like, little weirdos meeting strangers on the internet and then clicking away after three seconds. Oh, yeah. I do think it was... It was an experience. It was very mm. problematic for us to be doing that. Like a screen full of stuff we shouldn't have been seeing at that age. I think it made us grow up a little too fast. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. It really wasn't okay. And I think all the time, especially right now, talking about it this week, if my, if I found out my kids ever did something like this, I they would be quarantined for the rest of their life. <laughs> like I, I would be horrified. Yeah, that was really probably, like, our first, I guess, experience, really, with, like, talking to guys, too. Because, like, we we weren't really, like, dating like that, obviously, in, like, sixth and seventh grade. Like, whatever. We had, like, little boyfriends here and there. But, like, we weren't really dating. And there was so many guys on there. But I just think it's funny even, like, comparing it to now. Like, girls who are in sixth and seventh grade, like, their experiences with guys at this point. Oh, my God day and night little girls on tiktok getting attention from like older people and it's scary like 13 year old kids got their accounts taken away which they should have restricted us from going on omegle so commenting on that cheers to courtney kardashian for taking away her son's social media i think he made an instagram oh yeah 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 yeah. what what's his name mason Mason, yeah, she took away Mason's Instagram because he tried to make one. And honestly, props to her for doing that and taking that away because he is way too young. He's like 11. I agree. He was literally on live giving away all the family secrets. And I was like, who? Oh. <laughs> I think that's hilarious, though. Honestly, I had a little king. Like, so. I saw um, like a Facebook kind of fake, like fake article, you know, those articles where it's like, there's no real source. But it said that he like confirmed that kylie jenner and travis scott were actually like not back together and i was dying that's just like so funny to me like that's such like a little like 13 year old kid thing i know and you know like that wasn't supposed to be out yet like because they were still trying to milk it Mm -hmm. that's so funny oh yeah like he was out there exposing the whole family and i don't think i don't know if she made him take it down because he's too young or because she was mad he was exposing everything probably both but (laughs) yeah either way good 10 year olds do not need social media Yeah. We definitely didn't. No. It's just, like, not necessary. Let kids be kids. But not too much. <laughs> yeah. You gotta have some experiences. Mm-hmm. But I think an experience we didn't have to have, look at that little segue there. That was gorgeous. Wasn't it good? That was, like, sex. That was so good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <clears throat> I think that the experience we shouldn't have had to have was form spring. Personally, that should have never been a thing. I don't know who invented it, but they are going to hell. Form spring literally should have been illegal. It should have. Like, it's awful. I can't remember if it was, like, end of middle school, early high school. I don't know. But I do remember, like, all of the bullying that went on when it Mm -hmm. got really big. You Like, you went on and you got roasted. If you don't know, it's a website where you could send anonymous messages and like questions to people. Kind of like, um, I don't know if Ask FM is the same kind of thing or more relevant. Yeah, yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So it was basically like that. I don't remember getting too many evil messages. 
I would have probably cried to my mom if I did and she would remember. I got more like FMKs and who do you have a crush on? And it was like a huge deal, but because it got nasty with some people, but I didn't really have that Mm -hmm. experience. So I don't know if you guys can speak on a worse experience. People were definitely really mean. I'm not going to go around saying specifics, but people would just say whatever they want, ever, whatever they wanted or whatever they could say to just bring you down. It was so toxic for a middle school, high school mind to have to go through, to have to be told that you're ugly. And it really took a toll on people in middle school. And it was really hurtful. And it stinks that they still have this around. They still have either Ask FM or they have this thing on snapchat i think it's called oh i see that i've never done that yeah i think the problem with farm spring and these ask fm and the yolo thing brooke you just said is that it's so direct this felt like a letter being addressed to your home telling you like what was wrong with you and it was just awful yeah because you didn't know who it was you didn't know who the person was so you could literally be hiding behind this it was anonymous bullying was what it encouraged really Mm-hmm. Like, not to be, like, cliche, but it's literally, like, keyboard warriors. They mm-hmm. never say anything to your face like that, unless they were, like, some scary person that was known to do that. But I'm sure it was just, like, normal yeah. people messaging people mean things. Like, I think it did die out pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. But, like we said, to this day, there's still stuff that goes on with the anonymous websites. And I just think... I, I'll share a specific... One that I got. Oh, that this is messed up. This was in seventh grade. How many, quick math, how many years ago was that? Like many. Ew, We're, I don't even know. We're going to do quick math right now. I, I know that with this group. But I remember one thing someone said, and it was so like, I was talking about it with my sister today. And she was like, well, that's not necessarily mean, but it definitely wasn't nice. It was one of those like girl condescending like insults. Mm-hmm. The person said, so do you think you're really pretty? Oh. And I was like, I remember being like, should I not? Or like, should I? Like, I like that kind of like insecurity just like cut so deep. Like, I remember it exactly to this day. And that just like shows you how horrible it was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. I never I don't even think I sent out like nice messages. I don't think I sent out anything. I just answered my dumb little FMKs and went about my life. I can't get through the end of middle school and like early beginning of high school without talking about Tumblr, though because that was my jam tumblr has always been my jam it still is my jam i still use it to this day and i don't care if i'm a loser i literally don't care so judge me but in like end of middle school i used to use it um you did you like reblogged it it's the same thing as like retweeting and stuff if you don't know if you're lame but i'd reblog pictures of like celebrities and poetry and music that was like the main spot but then (laughs) Eventually, I evolved into a child demon, and I made a One Direction fan account. That was oh. that was a time. I still love One Direction, too, so whatever. But I downloaded Photoshop, like a bootleg link, and I'd make fan edits of Harry Styles. <gasps> yeah, yeah, gasp away. We're finding out live, everyone. Yeah. We yes. did not know. Yeah, I had, I... like, a lot of followers, too. This is so funny because... Um... So me and Brooke were brainstorming for this episode and I was like, Brooke, we're going to make Kylie talk about Tumblr because I know she like tries to keep it a secret. (laughs) 
And I I honestly wanted the tea, and now everyone just got the tea. So yeah, I, love that. I spilled it myself, ladies. Like, like Kylie had an account that she would follow Courtney and I on, but then she had secret accounts that she wouldn't tell us. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this is them. And we would be like, "What are you doing? What's that?" And she'd be like, "Oh, nothing." Yeah. And it's a fucking fan account. Me and my Harry Styles pictures. Leave us alone. <laughs> also, like, the, uh, like not on my Harry Styles account or my One Direction because I had two. Don't even get it twisted. I had a One Direction account and a Harry Styles one, but oh, yeah, but, didn't realize. Oh yeah. You don't even know the half of it. But on my regular account that I followed everyone on, um, there's always been a lot of explicit content on Tumblr. Now oh, yeah. it's gotten um like blocked kind of. So if you don't if you have your privacy settings on, you won't get all of the not safe for work content. Um, but that is like a big thing in the Tumblr community of like, oh yeah, we were all 13 and looking at odd images of stuff that we didn't need to be seeing then so right i was definitely not that good at tumblr i remember thinking i was amazing and having like 30 followers 29 of which were people i knew and went to school (laughs) with and i would reblog the stupidest things like they were just anchors and like the infinity sign oh my god and the notebook quotes and i was just i was not i wasn't that good at tumblr but i would I stayed with it through middle school and probably until like 10th or 11th grade. And then I was like, well, I'm not doing good at this. That was definitely like you mentioned poetry before. For anyone who doesn't know, I write poetry and I'm a writer. So I think that was definitely like a good like jumping off point for me because there was a huge writing community on Tumblr. And I mean, like I found out that I wanted to write in other ways, like through education and through life experience. But I think that Tumblr really... That was a great place to see that people were seriously, like, pursuing that. So I think that there are a lot of positives from Tumblr. As you said before, it kind of forced us to grow up in different ways. But I think it was positive for me. Yeah, I think it was mostly positive. And it's, I still use it today, so it's stuck around yeah. for me, at least. All right, ladies, it is time for our second installment of Yes! Or Pass, where we talk current trends and say if we yes! or pass and the first one i don't even know what to call it like the mirror image symmetrical face challenge people will literally will do the mirror effect on their face and then at like a beat drop they'll switch it to just the regular viewing and there's a lot of people like i watched james charles and dixie d'amelio both of their faces were just too symmetrical it was not fair And then I do it laying in my bed and my face, it just said the down arrow. (laughs) My face like slooped down so bad. It's a pass because it just made me feel really bad about my face. Yeah, I looked like a lopsided potato and that's all I have to say about that. So pass. It made me feel really bad. (laughs) Yeah, I um, haven't done this because I really just don't want to hurt my own feelings. I don't know. Like, I guess I will try it this week and get back to y'all, but I don't think this is going to be a positive experience. So I'm going to temporarily pass this one as well. Another trend, this might be a little obscure or like niche for like dancers, I guess, TikTok dancers. But my trend is Rockstar, that dance challenge by DaBaby. Um, it's the one brand new Lamborghini, mm-hmm. that one. 
I literally can't stop doing it. It's all I think about. I did it in the shower. I did it when I woke up. So obviously that's a yes for me. Yeah, I I love to dance too. I haven't like made a video of this one yet, but I literally have just been doing the dance. I honestly, I forgot. I don't even know the name of the song, but I just, I know it. I knew it once you sang it. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I love that dance. It's so bad how TikTok has taken over my life. But we're going to go yes, because love to dance, love to do the dance challenges. And I probably should make a video of this one, but then not publish it for anyone to see. <laughs> Only for <laughs> me and Courtney. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, the okay, two of you. Definitely off the bat pass, because I cannot dance. Like, it, it honestly is, it's it's a difficult thing I, I deal with in my life. I cannot dance. Like, it's to the point where <laughs> the other day, Kylie sent me a TikTok of, we both did choir. Um, there's, like, this, this, I think it's a fake trend, obviously. It's not, like, a real trend. But she was just doing, like, a choir shuffle. And I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it's literally just... It's literally just oh, moving your feet side to side and keeping beat with the rest of the chorus. And honestly, there were definitely <laughs> times I struggled with that. So that's where we're at with dancing. So you won't see um, any dance videos from C Smith 97 on TikTok, but um, these two kill us. So check those out. <laughs> so the next trend is that Martinelli's apple juice. If you're a TikTok girl, you've definitely seen this. It's it's those small plastic packages of like apple juice. Um, what happens is you when you bite into it, it literally sounds like an apple. And I didn't believe it at all. I wasn't going to feed into it. I wasn't going to risk my own life and go to Walmart during a pandemic to get it. But um, <laughs> my sister's friends just came in the backyard to like chill um, a couple days ago because it's been so nice here. And they brought some and we tried it and it's actually sick. I could not believe how much it actually sounded like an apple, but I will say, expert tip on this one, you have to drink, I would say almost half of it before you try to test out the sound, but 10 out of 10 would recommend get big old yes to Martinelli's. I haven't tried it yet, but now that you say it works, like for sure, obviously I trust you. I don't trust random <laughs> people on TikTok. I might ask my dad to get it next time he goes to Walmart. It. My only question is, is the apple juice, like, good or is it weird? Or does it's it taste actually normal? really good. It has almost, like, a cider taste, which is really yummy. So mm, that's okay. a plus, too. It's actually really tasty. Okay. So if it tastes good and Courtney says it works, <laughs> I'll give it a yes. I also haven't tried it yet because I haven't been able to or had the desire to risk my life yet. Courtney, you're blessed that your sister's Shout friends out. came through clutch. But I haven't gone out and purchased this circular apple juice yet i'm gonna give it a pending yes because it works and courtney i believe you but i don't really like apple juice <gasps> honestly what? i'm not a big morning juice person what? i don't like orange juice either i know call me crazy i i like cider so i guess if it tastes like cider then i'll like it but i like i never really loved apple juice what the hell know. do you drink in the morning <gasps> water weird I mean, good for I know. you. I mean, you guys know good how for much... you, but weird. <laughs> I don't know. I never. I'm not a big orange juice person. Like, I definitely would pick apple juice over orange OMG. juice. But if this tastes like cider, then I'll probably like it because we oh, love we angry do. orchards and Strasbo. <laughs> so we're gonna give this a yes, even though that just went into a whole tangent. Sorry, guys. 
All right, ladies, now let's talk some socials that are a bit more current. So let's start with my all-time fave, Instagram. I know I'm not alone here. Instagram is super funny because it definitely started, I don't know, I would even say like end of middle school. I don't know exactly when it started. Yeah. But Instagram was like, I think it was like cool when it started too because it was just this new place like only for pictures and I don't know about your middle school friend groups but we definitely like took pictures like whenever possible it was like almost obnoxious and now like (laughs) we kind of had a place to put them because like as we talked about before with like AIM and MySpace and some of the other things we used there wasn't really a hub for that so Instagram kind of let us use that so that was cool I loved Instagram because the photos that I took myself I would never consider them Tumblr worthy, so they were like Instagram worthy. And I would yeah. love to take, I would love to sit in my kitchen, which my dad would then get mad at me, but I'd lay some paper towels down and paint my nails for two hours with like making little art on them. And you can scroll back on my Instagram. I have not taken mm-hmm. them down. And you can see my nail art from high school. That was like my thing. I would love to do nail art. And now I stink at painting my nails, but. I remember just doing that all throughout high school on Instagram, and it was so fun. Yeah, I've taken down all of my old, or at least archived, a lot of my old posts. I think it only goes back to, like, sophomore year of high school now. Mine, mine, uh, a deep dive was needed, was definitely needed based on some of the people I was around, but tea. Um, Oh, my God. So I think Instagram really started the whole culture of the selfie, which is just iconic because it honestly is probably in the dictionary now as a word used in America that needs to be defined. So I think that's iconic. Mm-hmm. And just like how much selfies have changed on Instagram, like in high school when we were younger, a selfie literally meant like you, your phone, and your smile. And that was it. And now obviously we post <laughs> selfies in different ways. So I think that's cool. This is before the front camera like you had to flip your phone around and take a photo of you and just hope and pray that thing came out good and if it came out decent you're posting it anyway or you took a good old mirror selfie (laughs) oh i think that was one of my first pictures on my my instagram which was kylie styles bringing back the hair Yeah, as much as Instagram was great in that sense, there definitely was a toxic side to Instagram. It was all about the likes and it was all about the perfect picture. And like, it was like a task. Like it took a long time for you to like get that perfect shot and have it posted up and have you be confident in it. I remember I would just post to see if the boy I liked would like it. Also shout out Kevin. He liked (laughs) it. And I remember like, timing my instagrams to get the most likes possible and just so people would like my photo i just looked at it like if i didn't reach a certain number then i would be kind of upset with myself like why couldn't i get that number you know yeah i think it's hard because like obviously we're all in good and healthy relationships but i think people that are single still kind of like struggle with this like they post a pic and they want that person they're interested in to like like it and see it kind of like in a thirst trap way but I remember like 
looking at like which boys liked my photo why did that matter like it doesn't mean anything like that was so like that was such a big thing but like what does that actually mean if he doesn't talk to you in real life like where where are you gonna go from there exactly (laughs) right (laughs) yeah and speaking of relationships instagram was like big for all relationships i remember like it's less now but like if you didn't post a picture for your friend's birthday i remember getting like in arguments in early high school with people yeah well she didn't even post for me for my birthday like how stupid is that yeah to like fight actually be in a fight about that like i remember thinking this too i was like well why didn't they post for my birthday were we all that insecure about our friendships that we needed them to post on our birthday i know (laughs) clearly yeah yeah. (laughs) and then also for romantic relationships in high school i remember the first time my high school boyfriend posted a picture with me. Everyone was like, OMG, Insta official. And like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Because people still say that to me now. It's just it's just a funny like phrase that was created. Yeah. I remember one year Kevin didn't post for our anniversary. I think it was like our third year anniversary. He didn't post the same day because maybe he forgot or something. And I was like, it was a big beef. Yeah. <laughs> which is a problem. But now I literally don't care. point of reference for everyone they've been together for six years and been together since high school so important to know (laughs) yeah um another platform that kind of i would say exploded around the time we were in high school was facebook the thing i love about facebook even now is i don't feel like any age group really belongs there i think it's kind of like a melting pot of people and i think it's cool as we've grown up and as we've become adults it's like a cool place to talk to people that are maybe like older than us and that we can now like relate to. So I like that aspect of Facebook. Yeah, I have a lot of my mom's friends mm-hmm. on there and we all like like each other's posts. I think it's a cool way to stay connected. I remember in high school doing like the oh like for a trip oh or like <gasps> yes. for rate. Ew. That was a bad part that of That was Facebook. so funny. I remember I've seen like tweets recently with like quarantine being like y'all I'm so bored I might just post a like like my status for a truth is and like it's just so like the validation we craved when we were younger is actually disgusting if I got rated less than a, a eight or a seven like I would probably curl up and exactly. die I remember one time someone rated me a four and I actually <sighs> was so upset for a day or two like a four I'm offended yeah I'm like offended. that was just Sorry. like actively them being mean smash or pass too was really problematic too that's so messed up and especially since we were like i was 13 freshman year 13 14 no one was smashing me like what was that about that was (laughs) (laughs) and we can't even go any further without drawing attention to the glory that was picnic we can't we can't move forward stop oh my hours i would spend on picnic I remember literally thinking those those were gold. So now I feel like we're going to look back on our photos from now when we're 30 and laugh at them. And I'm really scared for it. I'm I'm already laughing. <laughs> and, oh my God, do you remember, Brooke, when we went to the mall specifically to get Johnny Rockets and mm. take pictures at the Apple Store so we could post them on Facebook and edit them on Picnic yes. with our side bangs? Oh, God. Ooh. Yes. My eyeliner was, was down to my, like, belly button. <laughs> oh, that is a whole vault that I didn't even know could be opened. Yeah, I made that album private. We should close the vault. <laughs> I was heavily involved in high school with Drama Club because I'm so cool. 
no, but really drama club is so important and support the arts. But I remember using Facebook a lot to like promote shows and like that's kind of when where I started to learn that like you could really use social media like as in terms of business or like to promote things and I kind of started to see like the real good in Facebook. Yeah, I remember when we were doing the shows in high school and my favorite part was when it was like tech week or like the week before tech week we would all post our profile pictures oh, yes. whatever the poster of the show was. oh yeah you'd be like on facebook just like scrolling or something on sh- on during tech week and you would see someone post with that profile picture and you'd be like that's my homie another big thing about facebook that was i mean it i feel like it's more normal now to do but in like high school it was obnoxious because you'd be in like most people not Kylie and Kevin, shout out, but most people would be in these like two or three month relationships. And it was this like dramatic thing to post the relationship status and like let everyone know. It, even in like early high school when I had like random doo-doo boyfriends, sorry, but <laughs> it's true for like one day, um, I'd be like, oh my God, they're gonna like Facebook relationship request me. And I was so nervous. And then I was so nervous for my mom to see it. And that was a whole oh, thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I remember I had this one relationship in high school um, and I posted or we posted the status and someone commented, OMG, don't waste your time. Like, wait, what? I was so offended. But like, honestly, no. girl, you had an eye there because <laughs> but like people are like mean. Don't waste your time with him. Like what? I don't know why relationship statuses were such a big big deal i remember like literally having a boyfriend for two months and being like oh, let's make it facebook official oh and it being just like such a big deal i also just want to know who actually uses the it's complicated option on facebook relationship statuses because like what is that if it is complicated why would you want to broadcast that information to i'm not even trying to sound obnoxious but i have like a lot of facebook friends probably like at least 1300 Facebook friends. Why? No, no, I don't even mean that like that. <laughs> no, but like, why would you want to let like someone you met one time at summer camp know it's complicated in your love life? Like, how odd. Really? Why are you putting yeah, yourself like on blast like that? That's weird. Just hide it. Yeah, I think you can. <laughs> and it's so funny because like now I remember like with like my current boyfriend right now, I was like, oh yeah, we should probably do that. <laughs> I don't, I don't even remember what me and Kevin did because obviously we're Facebook official. <laughs> he he but I don't remember if like he requested it I cannot even see him requesting it I think maybe I did and I like took his phone and accepted it <laughs> <laughs> but like I don't even it wasn't that big of a deal for me then because yeah. we were like juniors speaking of uh, acting like social media was a diary let's move on to Twitter 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 I feel like in the high school days I literally would tweet whatever was happening to me. Like, this took it to a whole new level because Twitter only has 160 characters. It's just a little blurb you can send out. So I definitely took full advantage of that feature. When I first got Twitter, I don't know, like when I first went to high school, I started like retweeting a lot of stuff. And I was in English class one day and this boy came up to me. I'll tell you guys later. (laughs) And he literally said, Brooke, you tweet too much, and it's honestly kind of annoying. I might unfollow. Oh my god! Why are boys like like that? I remember being so offended, so I stopped retweeting for a while. I had a BlackBerry in 
freshman year, I think freshman to sophomore year, I had a BlackBerry. And obviously the keyboard was like, like so loud. Obviously. And so I'd tweet so much. Like I would tweet to One Direction the whole time. Why is this whole episode about me exposing my One Direction obsession? No, it's not even an exposure because it's like not even like gone. Like (laughs) It's not. If you guys like... No, like it's not, it's still there. Like she still has, she's trying to make it seem like she was obsessed with One Direction and she was obsessed with Harry Styles. No, it's a lie. Don't believe it. Not to jump ahead once again, but if you were to look at my TikTok like likes, it's all Harry Styles. But anyway, I I would tweet all the time to One Direction and I'd favorite all of their like tweets, like on their private, not their private accounts, but their individual accounts. My Spanish teacher took my phone one day. (gasps) And my phone kept, like, buzzing, and I was like, oh, my God, it's all of my One Direction fan tweets. So that was embarrassing. Yeah, and Twitter was cool because it allowed us to kind of, like, feel connected to those people we admired. I mean, Kylie definitely admired those people a lot. (laughs) I took full advantage of that. Yeah, like, that. that's cool. And even now with Twitter, that's what's cool. I also, like, liked it as, let's use the word tween. I hate that word, but let's use it. I felt mm-hmm. like my parents in, like, the old generations didn't really know how to use it or understand it. So I kind of felt like it was, like, a little, like, private club where I could, where I was able to just, like, tweet whatever I wanted. Yeah, that's so true. That's I think that's the only thing my mom didn't follow me on because she followed me on Insta. Mm-hmm. And um, we were friends on Facebook. I think that was, like, why I was, like, wiling on there. <laughs> Speaking of people wiling out, um, mm-hmm. Snapchat. Oh, Snapchat is probably my favorite platform now. I love Snapchat. Like, I think it's so cool. But something that was a thing in definitely high school, early high school, I'm not sure when they made this change. They probably got too many complaints. But you were actually able to see people's best friends. So, like, you were able to see, like, who your boyfriend was Snapchatting. Yeah. that You could see their snaps their snap score going up oh yeah that was the juice yeah I've I I, (laughs) he's a he's a great a great guy he'd never did anything like wrong wrong um but I did cause some fights over like the snap score going up and like in the top three snap best friends I was like hmm interesting oh yeah yeah no I literally remember when best friends originally came out on snapchat you had to click it and then it brought you to like a web page on your phone. That's and you could see seven. You could see oh, seven best wow. friends. That brings me back. I didn't even remember I that. I didn't remember that either. I was like literally so mad if like the guy I was dating at the time or whatever had like one other girl in his top seven. I would be like so upset. And then Snapchat was like, oh, we're exposing and breaking up too many high school <laughs> relationships. Let's drop it down to three. Yeah. And now you can't even see it anymore. Which but. I think is good. <laughs> yeah. That's because it was yeah. honestly just petty. Yeah. Snapchat got a little too messy. Yeah. She was she was a messy. I definitely remember getting in so many arguments with a boyfriend that wasn't my boyfriend. <laughs> in, like <laughs> the best friends list. It was just, if that was a thing now, wow. Snapchat was obviously used really heavily in high school as like a form of like dating culture as it is now too but um I think there was like stages talking to people in high school when we were younger and it was like we're not really seeing them but like 
we're snapchatting and like that was supposed to like mean something but like it did everyone mm-hmm. understood immediately understood what that meant yeah and snap stories are cool I mean obviously we have Instagram stories now but I th- I'm pretty sure snap stories started earlier than Instagram stories did yeah I think snap stories came out in like 10th grade and I only remember this because I remember being in 10th grade and then like coming out and I originally didn't like understand what they were so I thought every time someone posted a snap story they were snapchatting me (laughs) for a week I would reply to people's snap stories and like boys like who I thought liked me and who I thought wanted (gasps) to like date me or whatever I would reply to all these boys snapchat stories like a photo like (gasps) a photo she wouldn't even just swipe up a full-on photo a photo and I would reply to them a photo like thinking that they're snapping me and then they would never reply and I'd be confused I'm like okay well you snap me first and then I found out what they were like what stories were and I was like oh my god that's horrifying yeah I'm feeling clammy at that story (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was really cringy I can't even believe I remember posting snap stories when they came out and like checking to see like again like how we talked about with Instagram I remember checking to see like who saw it and if like the right person saw it and I'd be pissed if like the person I wanted to see like who I specifically posted it for didn't see it exactly I always see like I think this was like a tweet I saw once and I just thought it was really funny because it just so accurately sums it up it's like how in the great Gatsby he throws like that huge party like just for (laughs) Daisy and like that was literally me like when I was single or like in high school and maybe even like early college like I would literally post one thing for one person and I would get infuriated if they didn't view it. Mood. The ones that I definitely love the most and I think I I even still love the most now, which is like super interesting to me, is definitely Instagram and Snapchat. Yeah, I'd agree. I think I definitely love Instagram and Snapchat the most too. Um, and now the moment we have all been waiting for is the current social medias. We are going to kick it off with our OG, the day one, day one, that true, true Facebook. <laughs> Facebook has stayed. Facebook has stayed throughout our lives. And I use Facebook for so many different things than what I do now. I mean, like we all mentioned earlier, we used to do the smash and pass and the like for a rate and like bored don't test <laughs> something i love to do is look on fa- facebook marketplace and like pretend to buy things that i'm not actually gonna buy but it's like a cute safer craigslist i have only used facebook marketplace to like look at apartments that i'm not going to live in um <laughs> <laughs> i i've never looked at it for like items and stuff i've only done it with the apartments yeah, I've I've actually never used it, but it's a great way to even like buy things from people more locally. Maybe um, I'm not exactly sure how it works, so if that's wrong, you guys can correct me. But yeah, no, no, no. I um, I've like thought about buying like little pieces of furniture off there. I haven't really bought anything yet, but I also I do look at um apartments mm-hmm. too. And recently, I keep trying to look up to see if anyone's selling a Nintendo Switch. For oh a good my price. god. I need one. Um, yeah. Speaking of. <laughs> Literally. I want it so All bad. I want to do is play Animal Crossing. Mood. I like, I want it so bad. But that's what I like to use Facebook Marketplace for. And then also just like posting memories and like photos. Like I never feel like I'm like, oh, I need to post this photo and make it perfect. Like I can just like 
put a bunch of folder photos in a fo- folder fo- photos <laughs> in a folder and just like have it there and it's just i don't know i really like that about facebook it, it's like like the albums I yeah i yeah. like i used to be a huge album person i had an album i have an album on there now you guys can go look um for like every single year of high school every single year of college i haven't oh. really posted that many uh, pictures now just because i think post-grad life is not as nearly as exciting as obviously college but yeah I think it's so cool like I I love like looking back and seeing like the way I dress and the way I looked has like changed so much I just think it's like an awesome little like time capsule almost oh looking at the way I dressed before in my old pictures on Facebook is horrifying hilarious but the only thing I post in my albums for is like I post like vacations so mm-hmm. I can just like dump everything there and then delete everything on my phone. I love that. I know you, Kylie, just went on a vacation. So like, I love like looking at like all your photos because it's just, I feel like it's a cool way to see like what you did without me being like, so what'd you do on vacation? Right, right. I know I always look at everyone yeah. else's vacation um, albums because I just like to see where they were and what they did. Right. It's so fun. And like, I also, like, I don't know if you guys are in group pages, but I know for finding a job, there's, like, so many babysitting jobs where I live near mm-hmm. school. So I found a lot of jobs through there, which I think is another, like, way that Facebook stayed relevant. And then also some of the fitness influencers mm-hmm. that I have, they have Facebook pages that people are posting daily. And I love to just go through it and read and see what people are yeah. up to. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of cool ones yeah. for a career. So, like, I, I work in higher ed. I work um, for admissions at a local college. And I'm in a group called, like, Humans of Higher Ed. And people just post all sorts of, like, stuff that's going on, like, at their school or just, like, things about the field. And I think it's super cool to, like, have a community online as well as your own, like, local communities. Yeah. And I don't know if it's that Facebook has evolved and added these new different features or if we personally have just Mm -hmm. aged. But there's so much more engagement. And this is more of, like, a little quarantine thing that I've noticed. But... People have been posting, like, so many more little photos, like, ooh, which style am I? And it's, like, six different photos. And okay, you <laughs> I post, like, like everything. Like <laughs> I'm like, tell me what you think it's I so am. It's so fun, though. <laughs> I've seen so many of those. And I think it's kind of just fun to keep people engaged. And I think it's kind of now just because of quarantine and mm-hmm. whatnot. But I think it's something fun that I've seen. But, yeah, Facebook has definitely stayed around for so long. And I think it's one of those social media pages that's going to be timeless it's it's like always going to be with us when we're like 40 years old posting photos of our kids like we're going to be posting them on facebook so facebook's a queen we love her i'd say next who stayed with us through the thick and the thin is instagram i mean instagram was a genius you literally open up the app and just scroll through photos of everyone that you know like it's so easy yeah I find myself literally scrolling tap tap scroll tap tap like for an hour in the morning which is embarrassing but during quarantine who cares yeah I said before like I love Instagram I just think it's so cool I think it's like as Facebook was like a great place to put photos I think that like Instagram's an amazing platform to just drop like a photo that kind of sums up whatever activity you did however you're feeling so I think that's awesome I know personally, like, I feel like it's so much less superficial mm-hmm. now. And you kind of just post what makes you feel happy. And I know use, I used to always think, like, oh, I need to have the perfect angle. And I need to look the best that I possibly can so I can get the most likes. But now you can't really see likes on 
Instagram anymore. So I don't have that toxic element of striving to get a certain amount of likes. Like I just post because I like the photo and because it makes me happy, not because I want people, everyone in the world to like it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like I think, I don't know if I touched on it before when we were talking about Instagram in high school, but I think before, like I kind of looked at pictures like as a way of validation, not just from like boys, but from like friends. I'm a person that has like a good amount of anxiety in general, but I always would like convince myself that like a friend wouldn't like my picture because like they were mad at me or didn't like me anymore. And that was like such a toxic thing, I think, that happened that I don't really feel as much anymore. Maybe it's with age and maturity, but I definitely felt that. Yeah, all my friends are busy at this point. Mm -hmm. And so if you miss my Insta post, like I'm not going to be mad. But before I definitely would have been like, oh, my God, they hate me. Because I mean, I have I'm I'm riddled with anxiety. So I feel (laughs) I feel you on that. Yeah, I'll check my social media platforms for a day, but then I'll forget to do it like Mm -hmm. randomly. And I'll always like miss people's photos. So I'll go back and I don't know if you guys have ever noticed this. I'll literally like like four photos. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't like their photos. Crap. Like, I need to go back yeah. and like them all. I am, I'm like the worst. I always do that. But I just, I think Instagram has evolved now into just a much more positive platform. And to go on to number three of the social medias who have stayed, we are going to move to Snapchat. And you can literally talk to people through snapchat Mm -hmm. i mean the only person i've really talked to anymore through snapchat is my little sister because her phone is Mm -hmm. broken and she hasn't had a phone since mid-march sorry emily (laughs) but i think it's i don't know i also i really only go on snapchat though also to keep the streaks the streaks oh god i have a commitment i have like a 1500 day commitment to my streaks and i just like need to fulfill them yeah it's so funny i was talking about streaks i think with my brother the other day and i was like so how long are we gonna keep doing streaks like am i gonna be like streaks at my wedding streaks just gave birth like at what point do i stop sending people streaks every single morning i i am not the same i (laughs) yes i literally with these two i have a streak going for maybe three days I'm so bad at it. I always forget to send out a streak at like the right time. And so I they all just die. I have like tiny little flames. And like me and Kevin don't even have anything. But I know Brooke and Josiah have like <laughs> Oh my god. Brooke and Josiah. The longest one so long. ever. Yeah. It's how long is it? It just broke over fifteen hundred. <gasps> that days. is wild. Like I could never. And it's like almost di- it actually has died like once or twice. And I've had to message Snapchat and say it was their fault because it was. It was when I was um, abroad and like the time difference mm-hmm. messed it all up. But I literally, I've been in quarantine with him for two months and I literally go Josiah oh Snapchat. Oh my God. And he'll just like send a photo of like the table. Like he literally, his only Snapchat streak is me. Courtney, ours is pretty ours good is too. Good. Like, we're at, like, yeah, my longest something. streak is with Brooke at 812. But yeah. like me and Jake have a streak probably as long as we've been dating. But me and Brooke our money at streaks it's like Kylie. <laughs> we probably send yeah. you streaks on the dot at like the same time you do year. you guys I always I always have a snapchat from you guys and I'm like oh opened <laughs> like I yeah. don't even yeah I don't even yeah. care I'm but the thing so, is like I, I, I'm I, so committed I still send them to her 
even if like she kills our streak for like the fifth time that month, I'm like, no, I'm still sending her my streak. <laughs> like that's my best friend. I'm still sending it to her, and she's probably just I like can't. open. Oh, she's like open. <laughs> You're like, I love you. You're my Dead best end. friend. I'm like opened. <laughs> Literally. Literally, no one kindly um, opened. I-, <laughs> <laughs> I can't help I love it. it. Um. I also love Snapchat because it's just, it's like a vault of mm-hmm. memories that I can just reminisce on. This day last year, this day three years ago, like this day two, four years ago. Like I love looking at those or my April recap. Yeah, I and, love that. That's that's actually like that's- probably one of the first things I do in the morning. That sounds awful. But like, what was I up to at this day two years ago or three years ago or one year ago? Snapchat's cute for that. And then like, I think like the last thing on Snapchat, I don't know if you guys do this. I do it sometimes, but going on snap maps and going to like random places in the world and clicking on the blue circle and like seeing the stories i do it sometimes yeah i don't do that but i i do go on snap maps when like i'm going out and i want to see like who else near the bar i'm Mm. (laughs) yeah we do be doing that we do be doing that not healthily but we'd be we'd be checking to make sure (laughs) there's no skeletons in the bar okay (laughs) Yeah, yeah, don't do that little blue circle but, thing. Yeah. That's cool. That is cool. Yeah, I don't know. Snap Maps is pretty fun, but we need to talk about our most current social media, our queen, our lord and savior, um, TikTok. All hail the king. We stan TikTok. And it used to be musically. Now it has changed into TikTok. And especially during quarantine, people have become obsessed, like, obsessed i love making the videos mm-hmm. yes i love as i said before i'm not a dancer so i do not participate in tiktok dances honestly like maybe i should try to learn one with all this time do I have. it I could, probably, I could probably figure it out with all the time i have do super but, lonely that yes. i know i found i'm just a loser oh, yeah, yeah, yeah i like that one love yeah i love doing like the um like the sounds are just like so funny with like situations like i Oh my god, I just like think it's hilarious. And I shit on TikTok. You guys actually got TikTok before me. And I was like, I like talked about this with my sister. I feel like there's like phases of TikTok mm-hmm. that you become like obsessed with. So it's like yes. phase one is like your friend starts sending you them and you're like, you don't have the app. So you just like look at it on like Safari or whatever your browser is. <laughs> and then phase two is like, okay, well, like I'll download it. I'm not gonna make an account. This is where uh, my boyfriend's at, by the way. Um, shade, oh my god! Up. Um, and phase three is like, okay, like I'm, I'm addicted. Like I watch videos all day. And stage four is when you're grown, and you start making full on TikToks, and that's where we're at. So, <laughs> guys, I made like five TikToks last night. Those were iconic. I think I got TikTok late October, beginning of November, because oh. the students. At my school, we're always mm. talking about it. And I was like, I don't want to get TikTok. Like, I don't know. And I downloaded the app and then I didn't make an account. And I was just like looking at it. And then I made an account. And then I learned Renegade and I made <laughs> dance videos. And now this is where we're and at. You guys should be in our group chat because all day it's just like TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. And we could be like in the group chat talking about the podcast, like talking business. And then like someone will just pop up with a ridiculous TikTok. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And the issue with TikTok, though, is that it's way too easily to scroll through it until I said 1 a.m. at first. But honestly, like 
And that's the taste. Yeah. Yeah. TikTok, she's way too addictive. And it's also, I feel a little creepy because there's like a lot of high school age kids. Charlie and Mm -hmm. Addison and like all those. So I feel like kind of creepy sometimes. It's also like paralyzing. Like I'm like, oh, like I'm just going to scroll TikTok before bed. Like after I do my skincare and like I'm all in bed. Then like. I look up and it's been two hours and I'm I'm like, how? Like, I've just been in this like little box and I don't even realize that I've just been on this app for like two hours. It's like a time warp. I know. I'm like, I'll just go on for 10 minutes, two and a half yes. hours later. Oops. We love you, TikTok. You are our queen. And we hope you enjoyed our deep dive into the social media vault this week. We'll see y'all on Insta and Facebook. And we would like to thank our sponsors, Form Spring and TikTok. Um... Maybe not form spring because pretty sure that platform should be illegal. Stay tuned for next episode, how to cope with our sad girl hours. You can find us on Instagram at snoring20spod. Have a great week and we'll see you next time. Remember to fake it till you make it and don't sleep on us.